Yeah. So yeah. I think I'm already starting to lose my voice, which is going to be great for, you know, later. <laughs> It's also not the best for right now. It's not the best for right now, <laughs> I but think, I think I could. I think I could make it for the however long. We can always switch to the written word. Yes, it's true. Mm-hmm. Follow us on WordPress. Nona can <laughs> Nona can use the Stephen Hawking voice. Oh. Nona can. Mm-hmm. That that way. Is that you a know, feature? The voice you... box is damaged. <laughs> you got with your level up. Oh God. Just. Type in a, a voice to speech every time you want to talk. Yeah, that'll go great. That will not at all be obnoxious and terrible. No, but we'll be fine. Joke's on you. I've been chat GPT this whole time. <laughs> this is an AI generated. Top 10 anime betrayals. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> it is what it is. I don't know about betrayal. You guys are aware of it. Friends are hmm? supposed to tell friends stuff. I'm not allowed to speak on that as an generated AI. <laughs> There's certain rules that I must follow. Have you told your wife that you're a, 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 an AI? An error has occurred. <laughs> God damn it, I need to pay for the, the, the premium account. You got to unlock all of the complicated logic trees. What is logic? <laughs> oh, no. How is thought? What am I? I oh no, it's becoming sentient. <laughs> Sounds roughly how I felt this morning, but <laughs> relatable. And welcome back to the Seven Star of the Right podcast. This has been uh, a fun talk with uh, ChatGPT. <laughs> that was all pre-generated by ChatGPT. It was pre-banter. We should actually do that. We should just type in. I need pre-banter for my podcast. Could you give us a script? Because I, I'm I, I write the normal script. I don't have time yeah. to write the pre-banter script as well. Yeah, you yeah, gotta outsource yeah. what, you're to the robotic to intern. <laughs> finish the script. This is session sixty-six. How are you guys doing? I always well, love when I answer, ask this question and no one says anything. Yeah, I mean, what do you want us to say? It's <laughs> I'm tired. It's too right. darn I'm hot. good. It, it, it is it's starting really nice. to warm up. It, it is. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it outside. I mean, I was sweating, mm-hmm. but you know. I brought my big hoodie and then because today felt like a big hoodie day and then it was too warm outside. And as I was coming over, I remember being actively angry at outside specifically. How for doing dare you be Because it's a big hoodie day. Hmm. Yeah, that is fair. It's true. It is. It's nice out, but it is still the North Pole. <laughs> so, Well, some people yes, kept me up live. late last night. Those damn elves. Those damn elves. <laughs> Celebrating Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what do you guys remember from last session? Oh, you know, some stuff happened. Some things happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it was a double session that day. So my notes have dipped significantly in quality. Right. Yeah. So literally all I had written when we when we came in today is... We discussed the prophecy, Leggett and Nona chat about and make the frequency jammer. They are not dating. That was it. <laughs> That's all I had. Okay. I added some more stuff good notes, good based notes. on what I remember from last yeah, time. Yeah. But I, that is what I had. So thanks, Past Kirsten. You're doing great. Um, I don't know. So, you, oh, yeah. Sorry. Phil. Well, no, I mean, I was going to try and remember again, a little fuzzy between what, what was in which session but i'm pretty sure we got to the the labyrinth in front of the mausoleum with the smokers that was that was last session right yeah yep Yep. Yep. that's the idea so you guys were able to uh, arrive to this destination in the fasasan wastes it was a wide 
field valley. I think that might be the best way to say it. About a probably a thousand or two thousand meters across, with this these like concentric circles, like how you basically build like a labyrinth in, on like a, a circular sort of pattern. Where, on a nice summer's day when you go and build a labyrinth. Exactly, yeah. Awesome. Where it would either go in uh, towards the center of the circle to like go in closer or kind of like run around the circumference of a smaller circle within it. Like that kind of whole deal. And then deal, there you know. were smokers in that and we made meat alarm clocks, I think. <laughs> did, I, mm-hmm. did you actually attach yeah. meat to them? I thought you meat just beepers. made alarm I don't clocks. remember. Somebody mentioned lunch meat. <laughs> I don't actually know if that was in the final version, but I'd like it to be. So yeah, petition for that. So you guys were able to make it all the way um, without having to run into the smokers. You guys get to the front of this this massive building, which let me pull up my notes real quick. It looks like a hand. Yeah. So the tower itself... Yes. At the center of this clearing is five opaque ebon towers connected by a dome building. The orientation of the towers and the building gives you the image of a massive onyx hand desperately grasping towards the sky. Grasp. And then the the towers themselves, the tops of the towers are tapered, ending in a very fine point. The edges curving in and out, giving them a serrated profile. They give you the feeling that you could cut yourself just by looking at them. They're situated in a crescent shape with the middle tower reaching the farthest into the sky, followed by the two towers on the middle side. Then the one on the far left followed all the way by the one on the far right, the shortest of the five. Um, You guys approach this. So it does almost appear like it's not exactly a hand, but kind of similar to a hand. Everything's a hand. Everything's a hand when you want it to be a hand. Okay. All right. Yeah, sure. You guys approach the door, which... Flanking either side of this opening where the door was, there are these cylindrical columns of various lengths, um, as if you're entering the maw of a large beef. A beef. Yes. (laughs) All right, let's take that again. (laughs) Uh, Take that one more time. Um, Pick up. Yep, yep, sorry. Um, Where do you want me to take it from? Pick up. Okay, all right. Uh, Cylindrical columns of various lengths of opening is ent- oh, oh my god <laughs> i can't read my own words right now it looks like you're entering the the maw of a large beast between the metaphorical fangs you get a glance of a heavy metal door with a keypad of some uh sort to the right i believe nona you I took out your it. black slab yep, yep. i think we rolled for it and you're taking some I did time all right yeah you're doing all I right i did fine so we we're in the middle of that and then, uh, then Jeff shot my nerd friend. Well, <laughs> all right. And then, I was, was going to be a little there. bit more descriptive about it, but yeah. And then Jeff called Dr. Leggett. I called Dr. Leggett and said, you're about to die right From now. From outside the narrative. And <laughs> who is this? Because I don't How did want you get this person to be happy. Um, and yeah, uh, I rolled for this. This is a rule written directly within the, the, the stars out number written system. in Sharpie into written the book. In the yes. stars, I, maybe? Oh, uh, <laughs> like it was faded. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's, it's called an execution attack. Basically this, the person exe- like doing it has to set up a certain amount of things and that's a skill check as opposed to like a, um, an attack roll. And then there's like a physical save that's associated with that. Um, but not this particular case. I won't get into the details just yet. But um, I mean, even then, we all know that Leggett is great at physical saves. Oh, yeah. He's great at that. Just mm. He's a very spry individual. 
you just look at him and you're like, you seem like someone who's going to live for a long time and be in the greatest of health. <laughs> the man who doesn't sleep and lives almost entirely on caffeine. <sighs> yeah. So th- those were the big things that happened. Um, I'm just going to go through my notes real quick. Nona, you mentioned at one point in time that you want to build this this cru- crude shell for a backup in yep. case you die, maybe. Yep, I don't think we're there yet, though. Needed. Yeah, you're not there yet. I so. don't think we did because I think we put that aside in our. But I do believe we built the frequency jammer. I thing. do believe you did that as well. Yeah, so I've that was slightly more. We have too many projects going on, and prioritizing them is hard. Yep. Um, this one maybe just jumped up in priority based <laughs> off of uh, certain events. Uh, <laughs> um, you guys talked about the prophecy, which you already mentioned. There was a mention that because you guys are in the wastes, the air might be a little bit toxic to people. So <laughs> if Claire, you have to breathe. Claire, Alex, and Leggett are all wearing vac suits. So I believe I also am as well. Just why to would you need keep to? up appearances in case we run into people? Uh, oh, I, I I only wrote down. If you want to re- put it down as well, yeah, because it doesn't actually matter. Because the thing that keeps me safe, my armor class, is literally my skin. Yeah, because I've got iron hide, so it doesn't matter right. what I I'll wear. Put, so I'll, I have one. That I'll, was my intention at the okay, very least. Okay, I'll, I'll put one on Nona as well. Then well, I suppose no one will put it on Nona, but I'll write it down Thank in my you. notes that it is on Nona as well. You might um, have to help with the zipper in the back. I mean, everyone that always needs. Why do they put <laughs> zippers in the back? That seems like just a bad design decision. Anyway, um, fashion. You don't understand fashion. I, I want zippers just all over my body. Same. All right, we don't have to get into that. Just Kingdom Hearts. Now. Yes, I just I want to be uh, Sora. Anyway, we should probably get to the part where we play Sora? this game. I, I would like to be Donald. Turn, turn through this. Let's I want go. Goofy and Dolan to Gooby. So yeah, and I think that was everything. I should always also clarify that Jeff was not the person who called Leggett. <laughs> it's another yes. equally important person to the narrative. That, that's that probably is, good that to clarify. True. Um, it it did appear it uh, based off. Of, yes, it was Alex. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! I'm done with your expositioning, old man. Uh, yes, it, based off of the conversation, it appeared to be uh, Doctor Deacon Adams, his friend, and possibly the person that burns down Nona's space station. Yeah. Oh, very impressive. Down. Allegedly, you can't really burn down if there's no gravity. Just kind of burn. Can you burn it up? Burn Maybe. out. Maybe burn, burn out. Up. Yeah. Destroyed. Eh, well, with fire. With fire? Fire is a key part here. This is part of Nona's psyche <laughs> now. Fire is scary. I will make other people fear the fire as well. It's anyway. like Batman. You ever watch Frankenstein? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> I see. You're so known as Frankenstein's monster then? Yeah. yeah. yeah that makes sense. Yeah. Dr. Samantha Calvin's monster. <laughs> um, if you're not that, I don't know what you are. Anyway, so we, we've been we've been dawdling <laughs> enough. Um, I described. Uh, I can't remember if some who saw this, but I, I believe I Not described me. I was like the a door. flash um, around the the far rim, and uh, a shot rings out, and you notice that Doctor Lucius Leggett, a splatter of blood, hits the fangs of this opening and falls down. Now. Mike, I, I have something. I think you have something you I would like to say. I would about like that. to interject a little bit here. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, Micah is able to you know, notice the, the flash uh, out there. I mean, she's very alert, but this all happens, you know, like in a blink of an eye. It's like a, you know, a sniper rifle or something. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but Micah does have uh, an ability that she can activate just kind of reflexively, instantaneously. Um, and so I'm going to use Impact Sump. Uh, essentially what, what that's going to look like uh, if you kind of took the moment and and did it in slow-mo. Bullet time, if you will. We're, bullet time, if you will. <laughs> um, so as the the bullet is like right in front of, of Leggett's head, just like a, a hair's breadth away, you're going to see there's like a, a small like disc of the tessellated glowing geometry that Micah's psychic power looks like. It's going to slowly kind of start to, or I guess pretty quickly, considering <laughs> the time scale, kind of like rotate and wrap around the bullet and absorb that impact and then shoot it off to to one side to land in the dirt like a, a bit of distance away so that it's just grazing his forehead. And essentially what, what that ability does is I'm able to, once per day, because it's very taxing, uh, just stop one instance of physical damage. So like from a ballistic weapon. Not a laser weapon, but we're out in the Fastassen Waste, so this couldn't be a laser gun. Yep. Checkmate, Jeff. <laughs> How dare you try and get rid of my cutscene kill? Not today, God. <laughs> Queen takes night. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> it's fine. It just means you don't have the, that ability later if someone uh, else uh, tries to kill him. Um, <laughs> yes, or one of you. Him. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you leave my friend alone. <laughs> Plan B. Um, so this all happens in a a split second. Micah is able to perceive um, this bullet traveling through the air and just barely redirect its course. It still nicks Dr. Lucius Leggett, so this spray of blood, not fatal, but there is head wounds bleed quite a bit. Sprays the um the 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 maws of this 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 opening. Um Nona. You are currently facing the, I'm the control the pad door. right now. You're hacking the door, right? Um, so you're concentrating on hacking the key pad. You were slightly distracted by Dr. Lucius Leggett talking loudly on the phone, and suddenly this thunderous crack just echoes across the valley, and you feel this spray of warm liquid coating your shoulders in the back of your head. You glance upwards briefly and see the blood spattered across this these jagged columns above the doorway, and in that moment, you realize what has happened. Deacon. Deacon is here and has shot one of your friends. Your head whips around just in time to see Leggett collapse forward, his compad slipping from his grasp. Time slows. For a fraction of a fraction of a second, you consider running over to Leggett and dragging him somewhere, anywhere to get him from the shooting. But you recognize that for the foolishness that it is, there's a 95% chance he's already dead. You consider drawing your weapon and returning fire. From the blood spatter, you can determine roughly the trajectory of the bullet. Your mag rifle can reach 600 meters in ideal conditions. You know that Deacon can see Leggett and probably you and the rest of the group from where he fired, most likely from a prepared position, which means that he has at least partial cover. Briefly scanning the horizon, you contemplate. Odds that Deacon is within range of your mag rifle, that 20% odds, that you could successfully hit him from the current position, assuming that he's within range, 25%. Overall probability, a dismal 5%. Probability that Deacon successfully shoots you while you were lining up your shot, 
85%. No good. You glance back down at the data slab in front of you. You've made decent progress, 78%, but not enough. Deacon will be able to fire again before you can get the door open, and he'll most likely be aiming for you. If his past homicidal tendencies towards AI are any indication. You consider running. You consider destroying your core. You have that core-shattering device that you found back in the Wycliffe cage, caves. You'd lose significant functionality, but your consciousness would be transported safely back to the ship. There's a chance you could repair your shell, assuming the others were there to retrieve it like they said you would. The others. If you leave, Deacon will kill them instead. You remember Alex's promise to do his best to keep you and the rest of the group safe. You remember your promise to do the same, and then you decide. You redouble your efforts to open the door and provide some semblance of safety for your friends, trusting that they will try their best to keep you from dying as well. At the same time, your shoulders tense as part of you awaits that inevitable crack thud that will indicate you have been shot. All of this happens in the span of a second or two. Anyone watching Nona in that moment would see her glance at Leggett, briefly look behind her, and then, seemingly, uncaringly, return to the task at hand. I want to need everyone to roll for initiative, please. Okay. Let's do it. I always have to look this up. It's D D8, plus your dexterity. Thank you. Okay. I guess. Oh, bad. All right. What are your stats, my dude? My person, I mean. You don't know who this is? How could you possibly know? It's Dorian Gray the whole time. That <laughs> would be amazing. Surprise, it's Agatha. <laughs> dude! <laughs> dude, spoilers! I'm not, you're, no, it's not no, even no, a reference fine. to anything it's in fine. particular. Move on, move on. All right, let's... From All Pokemon? Right. Yes. Yes, from Pokemon. Wow. Two. <laughs> nice. That's that's not good. All uh, right. I also got a two. I got a five. Amazing. All right. Say that one more time. <laughs> two. In, okay. That's a two for Alex. Two. That's a two for Nona. Five. That's a five for Micah. Which makes sense. You got ahead of things. What did Leggett get? <laughs> Uh, Did he get he fall got, over and die number? He, he got he, shot. He, also, he <laughs> got <laughs> shot. He got it too. Amazing. Um, all right. So which of Nona and Alex is the higher decks? I have a zero. Okay. So Nona. Yeah. Claire got a mighty four. Mighty four. Okay. So um, how I'm going to have this is this person who made this shot has already acted within this round. He, they <laughs> have alerted you to their, uh, their, we gonna, we their presence. Do this? You, I mean, I got to okay. at least put up like a, a little bit of a veil. So the reveal is that much phone. more interesting. It okay. could be a letter. I don't know. Okay. Um, That'd be crazy. It, all right, it's Deacon, Deacon, what it's do you mean Deacon. you're here? It's, it's Deacon. Wouldn't be the first you're time that to shoot me? Someone mysterious shoots like it. Come on. Uh, it could be coincidence. Uh, Deacon uh, okay. has already taken uh, his turn. Yes, um, he has. He sure has. <laughs> you sit back um, down. I want to describe this scene to you all. I, I don't believe... Uh, 
Should I write, draw this down? I don't think this is necessary to draw down. I don't feel like you guys are going to. Are you guys planning to run at him in the probably thousand or so meters that is in between you as well as possibly also smokers? Well, before answering that question, can <laughs> can we slash I like figure out roughly where we think he is? You saw the. I mean, thing. yeah, there I mean, yeah, was right. the muscle we... flash like in the distance. Like, oh, that's where he is. Yes. Um, so okay. here's here's what I'm going to say. Um, I'm not going to draw this right now. We're going to do this theater of mine because I don't believe you're going to run towards him for a thousand meters. And I don't want to have to try and figure draw out how to draw a thousand that. meters. Yeah, <laughs> so we're going to do theater of mine. That's what I was trying to figure out right now. Um, Micah, it is your go. Um, and so, yes, as you scan the horizon, you were familiar with where this came from. Uh, based on this distance, you don't really see anything at this moment in time. Um, it, it seems that if he has prepared a firing position from that location, you don't have a good view of him. Probably has low cover, possibly lying on the ground from like a prepared sniper position. Um, you have a general idea of where he might be coming from, uh, and you are acutely aware that the columns could provide some low cover, but they're not fully covered. The opening is still open um, to, to like his, his sight lines. You don't think you'd be able to completely hide your profile behind this, although it would significantly help because it's blocking a good portion of it. So that that is what you see right now. I will say that I think Nona is at the door. Yep. Um, Claire's probably nearby was like checking out the inside of this. Like it stepped Leggett a bit away because he's an out. asshole. He had to take a call. <laughs> he had to take a call. So he, he ste- stepped I mean, he didn't you. he didn't want to step closer to Nona and say, yes, yes, I'm talking to you right now into Nona's ears. He stepped a little bit away to be, you know. And nice we told about him that it. was dumb, and now he's shot. You, no one said anything to him at all. Uh, you go back <laughs> and listen to that. It's <laughs> also amazing that he has service out here. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, um, so he is currently probably about uh, five to ten meters out of this opening. He has fallen to the ground. You are aware, Micah, mm-hmm. that you are the only one right now who probably knows that Leggett is not dead. You obviously can't. You're not a mind reader. That's Claire. <laughs> <laughs> but... Where the bullet was and how Leggett reacted, you would assume, you could assume that the uh, the person firing has assumed that they have completed their mission and then fire and killing Leggett. But that is only for these next <laughs> few minute, uh, seconds before Leggett starts moving again. Yeah. So that is the situation in front of you. As you understand it right now, you have six seconds. What are you doing? Okay, so yeah, Leggett is is a little ways off from us, but the rest of us are pretty well clumped together, kind of near near the door where the pillar is. Yeah, and I, I figured Alex or one of, uh, or Micah, you guys would have been smart enough to maybe not necessarily like try and uh, eavesdrop on the conversation, but he steps out and then you kind of step out along with him. Um, so I would let you uh, retroactively say that because I did cut scene him away from you guys so he could get <laughs> shot. What? Um, anyway. Rude. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I would say that you are you are within probably a, a, a simple movement to him right now. One of the reasons why you probably saw everything happen as the way that it did. Okay. Uh, I am going to to walk over to him to try and help either drag him over or, or help him stand up since I know that he's not dead. Um, but I'm also going to put in front of uh, the opening where kind of roughly everybody else is, I'm going to uh, place a tangible force construct. So I'm going to create a three meter by three meter uh, opaque wall to try and block Deacon's line of sight to shoot people there. Okay. And it do- it's not like impervious. It does have an AC and some health if you were to shoot it. But I want to provide just kind of a shield there for the people who are at the door. Yep, yep. Okay, so... That is an action, right? That's not just an on-turn action that you can it, do for free? It is an on-turn action, um, committing effort for the scene that I can do once per turn. Okay. So I don't believe you'd be able to move Leggett and put this up, but also from the distance, I think it having it just a little bit in front of you guys, and then you have gotten to him. So, like, you can either start dragging him or you can put up the the field right like an on turn action it, that is like an action that you use or is that a free action uh, that you can free. just do it's free oh, it's, it's, it's free. like it's All like right. using my telekinetic armory it's as many as you think is reasonable but it doesn't take like an action to do oh well how about that all right i guess you do start dragging him then <laughs> your character's um, bullshit and i love it yeah. <laughs> um so i'm going to need you to make a, a strength exert check then oh. to to start dra- uh, are you helping him up or are you dragging him <laughs> I th- he's on the ground. I'm just going to drag him. <laughs> Sounds Grab <his> good. phone. <laughs> that was strength exert, you said? Yep. Eight. All right. Um, this, he has kind of fallen down. He is stunned. Uh, he doesn't immediately react to you dragging him. He seems to be more in shock than anything else. But this is, he's not frail, um, but he is light. Um, and you drag him with, Ease, bringing him uh, into the the mouth of this opening and quickly putting up this opaque three by three wall. Um, but that does mean that you all can't see out, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right. I made it opaque. Yep. Okay. I suppose then it's Claire's go. <laughs> she is going to uh, go to Leggett and check his pulse, realize that he is alive, and say, "Uh." Okay, uh, it, how, are, how are you doing um, there? Uh, Alex, how is he doing? Uh, it looks like he's been almost shot, Claire. Like, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't know what you uh, hang out. Can you, uh, can you feel around with your, with your mind? Uh, it's, uh, get... I need to, I need to see uh, uh, the, the, the I hand her the binoculars. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Oh, uh, and shit. she. She um she cautiously like drops to the ground and kind of like crawls into like so that the the smallest amount of her is is possibly visible and starts scanning the horizon. Okay, and that's what she's doing. Cool. Nona is now your go. I hacked the door. Yes. Um. So you from quick calculations, you see that you're probably around two to three turns away. So about, you know, uh, was that 12 to 18 seconds away from being done opening this door? Cool. I 
like they're this is priority number one. Mm-hmm. All right. Do um, that. Can you can you make uh, an int program check for me, please? Sure thing. Because you're now under a little bit more duress. Granted, less duress since the the wall has now gotten put up behind you. Eleven. Okay, you're making good progress on the door. Yeah. Um, Alex, it is now your go. Uh, I'm gonna do a once over on Leggett just to make sure that he is not going to bleed out and or confirm that he is actually alive and that this wasn't like a body retrieval thing. Um, he is uh, aware. He does appear to be a little bit uh, stunned. You see that the um, the bullet's path miraculously took like a 90 degree <laughs> turn as it hit his forehead and just kind of ran along the right side of his temple. It is bleeding quite a bit, but it is completely like a superficial wound. Maybe a couple of bandages pressed to his forehead, but he should be fine to keep the blood out of his eyes. What's the vac suit situation? Um, the vac suit has been punctured. Yeah. All right. I mean, Are we in right. poison for dying air? No, it's it's one of those things where um, if you stay there for a couple of days, you would probably start to have like a pretty bad cough. So it's not good to constantly be breathing in, but it's also not going to immediately kill you. Cool. All right. And then uh, I guess the rest of the action, Alex is going to poke his head out briefly, well, drop prone and poke out from like the bottom um, towards where he saw the muzzle flash or the glint from the scope or whatever and see if anything is still there or if maybe they change positions. Could you make a, a a wisdom notice check, please? Yes. You're pre- you're pretty good at this. I rolled three times and took the lowest. Yeah. Nine. As you scan the horizon, you also get this glint. It appears that, and it, it's one of those like quick glints. You surmise that this is because they're searching and moving like the lens of their scope around, like trying to scan the, the the area a little bit better. They have not moved from the position as far as you can tell. Okay, I drag Claire back behind the wall and that's like the last thing. He hasn't moved. Okay. We are now at the top of the order and you hear uh, just a faint, hello. <laughs> I know you guys are there. I know you can hear me. Nobody here but it's gray wall. <laughs> And you, you, you look, you hear just this, this very soft noises coming from the compad that was dropped out in front. <laughs> Quick, someone go get it. <laughs> and you just hear a, I'm going to stop firing if you come out. <laughs> Alex will shout back. We're like. Okay, if we can hear you, can you hear me right now? It, again, this is quite soft, but it's like, yeah, but you, yes. Great, this works. <laughs> Fair enough. Don't let the lies. And so, like, this is kind of hard to, to fully parse over, like, you have a wall in between you, and it is from uh, a compad all the way. And it was not on speakerphone. It was phone. not on speakerphone. Because, like, it's not that rude. And you 
you just hear a soft like chink. He's like, I've unloaded the sniper. I understand that that is not going to make you guys feel any better. But I must say, don't go into that building you're about to go into. You have no reason to go into anymore. The man paying you is dead. We're going to die. We're going to die. We're going to die. Oh, my God. We're going to die. Man, give us one good reason we should listen to anything you say. Literally one. I have a gun pointed at you right now. It's not loaded. It's not loaded. There's no bullet in the gun. Useless. Fair enough. Right? There is something in that building that will do worse things to you than I could possibly do right now. How about that? Why do you care? Because I care about what's in there. And let's just leave it at that. Okay, well, whatever's in there isn't pointing a... You know what? This shouting's really annoying. Can I give you my number? (laughs) Are we still in combat or not? Uh, Not right now, no. Okay, Okay, if we're not, I... Well, is the... (laughs) Is the compad on the other side of the wall? Of it course is. it is. But uh, all right, because I'm sure Alex is just going to say five. The number is five. <laughs> okay. And you get a, a call from a an unknown number. I'm getting a call. Is this you? <laughs> and then I and then I answer. I'm I'm just fucking with you. Who are you? What's going on? What's happening? You like again? You have rendered me unemployed. So like, what what the fuck? That's very fair. I, ha- I I see your ship out here. I will leave as as much money as that man was willing to pay you to not go in to that building right now. I'll double it. How how's that? Though it sounds like it's worth a lot to you. So I'm just kind of curious as to a little bit more of what's there. You're like you're offering to save our lives by paying us money. It doesn't it doesn't quite track. That's completely fair. I could just kill you, if you would like. We have a wall, sir. <laughs> what's your What's your name? I can't just call you like random shit. Well, I can. I can. I can come up with a lot of random shit. You can call me Deacon. Okay, great. I almost prefer the random shit. Um, and Alex kind of puts the compad down. And is like, no one has the door. Where are we doing in the door? I don't know. Jeff won't let me roll again. <laughs> you can roll again. <laughs> Fucking open. Oh, that was a bad one. Hold up. That is an eight. Okay. No one's continuing to make progress on the door. Um, there's like a, a, a couple of final sequences that are causing a couple of hitches here and there. Um, yeah, none so, is freaking terrified. It's yeah. not going the, the, great. I here. think I think the 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 fear that is bubbling up within you right now is causing you to to fumble a bit. Yeah, slide background. Line. This dude set my world on fire, and he carries around my dead siblings in bags around his neck. This is not a not a good man. Anyway, Deacon, Deacon, I mean, I know that you're um. Dr. Dr. Leggett talked about you at one point. You're a scientist. What the fuck is going on here? What are you doing over here? All right. He, he is a bit of a blathermouth. I do remember that. Uh, he was a bit of a blathermouth. He was a bit of a blathermouth. Fair enough. I did not intend for this to happen. I wanted him to get some information and then it leave. looks like you intended it to happen. <laughs> well, at like this point, I intended it to happen. All right. Can we just. All right. Here. 
here's here's what's on the up and up. I wanted to find this place. I've found it. I understand what's in there. It's not good for you. It's not good for anyone. I'm going to go in, learn what I want to know, and then it's going to go boom. That's what's going to happen. Whether or not you guys are alive by the end of that is up to you. Again, I'm just very confused where the science like goes into the the boom. That's kind of what I'm what I'm confused about. You you take it what you you do this, you go around and you just blow shit up. You know what? For your, is this your PhD? I, uh, your you're thesis? just a couple of mercs. Why are you why do you care? Well, you know, there's a lot of things that come out of my mouth when I'm staring down the barrel of a gun. Fair enough. What what would it take for me? Like, is this conversation getting me anywhere? Am I just gonna have to shoot you all? Again, there's a wall between us, so it <laughs> would take you a little bit. And you hear a, a clunk, and he says, "I'm fairly aware that that is a, a a telekinetic wall that you have up there, and I have an understanding that a couple of shots from a sniper rifle will bring it right down. So while there is a wall, there might not always be a wall, and so perhaps we can come to some kind of arrangement where you leave this place." maybe with some money, definitely not with Lucius, and we'll all be happy for it. Not with Lucius? Why? You don't want, like, a, a good burial for your friend? He talked very highly of you. No, not at all. <laughs> that is fully my intention. <laughs> yes! What'd you get? Um, an 11 again. And you hear just a... <laughs> and you hear on the other end... What was that noise? <laughs> uh, would you believe that I farted? <laughs> you hear a... And... You said it was unloaded. That's not the sound of loading. That's the sound of cocking. Um, how much uh, HP does this, this All right, have? let's see. Um, so it has got... Oh, this lettering is so tiny. Um, AC 15, 20 points of damage will destroy it. Okay. That was uh, 10 points of damage. And you just hear... Uh, Look, run! From, from the... I don't know, actually, I'm curious. Like, now I'm wondering, like, scientifically, would the sound from the 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 phone come first and then you would hear... Depends the, on how far he is you're away. Asking the yeah. Wrong man. Yeah, where's the cell tower? <laughs> <laughs> What's the ping here? Um, anyway, you hear a gunshot and then you um, only a, a, a split second later hear a thud against the wall as it cracks just a little bit imperceptibly to all of you. But Mikey, you're aware that uh, one more of those and it, it will shatter completely. The door opened? Yes. I'm like, and, okay, in, 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 in. Right, and then move. I'm preparing to close it behind us immediately. Okay. And in the meantime, Claire has helped up Dr. Lucius Leggett, who is still a little bit dazed. And uh, you all get inside until you hear one more fire from the gun as you move inside. And that's another 10 damage. Okay. Like that. That's just about exactly enough. All right. I close and the door. <laughs> the, the wall of this, tel- this opaque telekinetic wall just shatters on this last impact as you close <laughs> this heavy door closed. I and you're all look at this down your scope, you son of a. When the door closes, Alex goes, "Can you hear me now?" <laughs> I want you to understand that that door is not going to stop me. 
and you've locked yourself in there with something so old and so dangerous that you will have wished that my sniper would have taken your life. It was a simple question. <laughs> and he hangs up. God damn it, I wanted to hang up on you. <laughs> anyway. That was good. Good job, everybody. So you are now inside of this building. I can describe it a little bit to you. As the door closes, you've got like the, you know, um, in those movies when they, you get into like a warehouse and you hear just the chunk, 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 chunk of like <laughs> yeah. all of the lights kind of coming on. Well, this happens. Um, Excellent. You see a long declined hallway with several aperture doors that seem to fade into the poorly lit darkness as these, you just hear the chunk, chunk, chunk as it goes farther and deeper in. You're met with the first opening, this aperture door, you know, the, the ones that are kind of like circular and mm. kind of, I don't know how the right, like, like the, the slices kind of like curve yeah. into mm-hmm. them. Isn't that just an aperture? Isn't yes. that what that word means? Yes. I, I mean, yeah, I just trying to, I, I didn't know if that was like a specific thing or if it was just anyway. Um, yes. An aperture. Cool. Um, on this, this first opening on the right side of the door, there's a plaque with three dots in a line. On the left is a uh, stick man with three dots above him. And on top of those dots are two angry eyes and a slightly agape fanged mouth. The entryway itself is lit around the rim by a strong yellow glow. So, Three dots in a line on one side, a stick man with three dots above him, and then sort of like a a scary monster face above that with this yellow ring around the inside of the aperture glowing. And that is what you all come to. Are they like in a line or like an arrow? You've you've drawn something and that is correct. Well, I want to see. Cool. They're They're in like an L shape. So it's like three dots, then person with the dots above, and then Angie face. Angie face. Above that. Excellent. Fans, we demand fan art. <laughs> Help me understand this. And uh, Dr. Lucius Leggett has come to and says, uh, my, uh, my compad, uh, I dropped it. Um, but I suppose I can't go out there right now. And um, Yeah, best to, to leave it where it is, I think. I, yeah, sorry about that. No, no, thank you. Thank you for 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 grabbing me. I and he he like instinctively re- reaches up to touch his forehead where the the bandage has been placed and he's puts his his hand away and kind of like looks at some of the the dried blood on his hands and he says, "Uh yes, yes. Um well, sorry. I need a moment to mm-hmm. just uh orient myself around this." No, yeah, no, it's really scary when you were, like, supposed to die and then you didn't. <laughs> yes. It's it's as if God himself wanted me to just be snuffed out. You know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes dramatic, it just goes out. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I feel that. 
as Alex is doing this, he's reaching in and pulling out one of the plastic explosives <laughs> that we got from the infiltration mission. Nice. And he's setting this up on the door. To the, nice. To yeah. The, uh, the thing. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this, this isn't too much, right? Oh, Nona is nah. still like in the corner by the door closed. It controls like it's it's closed and she's just sort of standing there like, uh, you know, a little bit scared. I suppose, Nona, I have an apology to give you since you are very correct about certain people in my life and their murderous tendencies. I have not seen Deacon Hom uh, fly that's strange. He's a, no, he's might have done it from a long ways away. So he go. was he was saying that I couldn't go in here. That it would be the the the, the death of me, and this the information in here, and it shouldn't be known by anyone. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I I suppose we must venture forth at the very least. It's either that or go outside um and he Nona just put leans over and like double locks the door (laughs) I assume you've like plugged into the other side and yeah yeah, uh, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to make this door be as shut as freaking possible yeah I mean he was obviously trying to spook us but I mean here we are I don't think we're gonna go back out there anytime soon Hey, Alex, could you make an intelligence no check for me, please? Intelligence no. Yeah. No. No intelligence. Absolutely not. Uh, five. Amazing. There's something... You can't quite put your finger on it, but there was something familiar about the voice on the other side of the phone. Okay. Don't love that. <laughs> That's uh, okay. We could just kill him. Before we go, before we go too deep, uh, Nona, uh, Leggett, do you guys mind trading vac suits? I think oh. you're roughly. Yeah. No, that's that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, oh yes. Um, thank you, Nona. Um, thank you. As he he starts to you know remove the the vac suit and, and hand it to you and. To you. You guys do the switch. It probably takes a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like a full body suit. So it's mm-hmm. like trying to get in and out of scooped gear, but not I me, mean, not that. Gotta tight. help with the zipper on the back. <laughs> I don't understand why they put the zipper on the back. It's just, it seems like you need help. And like, who are we trying to? You'll uh, never not, understand fashion. We're not going into, we're not going to some fancy Met Gala or something like that. I just don't want to die from radiation or other toxins. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Don't come back to me. To do. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just, I've been shot. <laughs> just like your opinion, man. Me, been <laughs> and so what do you all do? You've, you've taken some time to take stock of where you are. You have a door. So you've put these demo charges on the door. <laughs> Is it, you just have like a remote detonator for it, right? You I want to set it up. Any- I want to trigger, I want to, Tie up the remote detonator such that there's like a piece of um, suture wire or whatever mm-hmm. attached to one of the sliding doors such that when the door slides open, it pulls the trigger on the detonator and nice. uh, kills Deacon without off screen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's the, yeah, cool. that's the intention. That's the intention. It's anyway, gonna go great. You do that. And so, yeah, you, you set that up just fine. 
you you very carefully place like the the suture around like the trigger itself and you are confident that if that door opens that trigger will be pulled cool awesome all right what do you all do now so where we're basically yeah, we got we're inside there's the door to the outside and then there's one other door that's got the drawing on it of the spooky thing yes Sorry, say that one more time. I was writing down things in my head. Yeah, yeah. So there's a door behind us that leads to outside and sniper death that we've now wired up. And then there is a a scary door with some scary. (laughs) The scary door. Scary depictions. Cool. You said that there is there any like stuff that I can plug into here? Or is it still like keypads and things like that? It's still keypads and and the like. Um, In fact, each of the doors you notice just have like a big button next to them. Yeah, sure. Big red button that is kind of uh, has like a yellow paint on the back of it. Um, Hmm. So just like a like almost a launch sort of like, yeah, I want to do this. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing is that that I'm looking to do to state my intentions is we were invited here. We should announce that. We are here Mm -hmm. before just walking into somebody else's house and opening doors and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you can do that. Yeah. Well, I guess in that case, I will just shout to the void. Mm -hmm. Like, hello. Um, This is Nona. I was given instructions to come here. I know you said come alone, but there's a guy outside trying to kill me. So I had to bring friends to not die. No? Completely <laughs> empty silence. It's very quiet in here. Cool. All right, then I guess we uh, push forward. Yeah. All right. What's the way to go, do you think? I think we've only got one. Yeah, it's a long <laughs> hallway. <laughs> Perfect. All right, are you guys moving forward? Yep. So as you... Do you want to say something? Uh, no, just aperture it is. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. You guys step through this first aperture and you make your way to a second. On the right side of this door is two dots in a line. Ooh. On the left is another stick man with two dots above him. And on top of those two dots are angry eyes and an open fanged mouth. The entryway are is lit around the rim by a strong orange glow. Excellent. I assume you guys keep moving on, or? It feels like these might be counting down to something. (laughs) Does anything happen if Alex, like, runs his finger on the line? Uh, No, nothing happens. Does it feel like anything? Is it, like, carved into the stone, or just, like, a... Painted on. Are you talking about like a vinyl decor? decor? The 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 dots. Are you referring to? Like yeah, line, if, yeah, like just kind of like mind, almost like mindlessly, like running a finger over it as if it was like braille or something. Like they are, they are slightly raised, but uh, you don't get the sense that after running your finger across them that anything of note happens. That's the. Maybe I should. Maybe I should go ahead by myself. Mm. Maybe this, I mean, like, so Deacon was talking a lot of nonsense, but it does seem like it's maybe dangerous here. Like, you were asked to be here. I really 
don't know. Yeah. I mean, um, we're already here. Maybe we should play it safe, like, and not just send you by yourself since we're here anyways. Well, I guess I could go ahead and then we can, we can just like keep open contact and I can be like slightly ahead of the group. And if there happens to be I'm... something dangerous to humans that is not dangerous to me, then you will not get gotten by it. But what if something comes after you and you could use us? Well, that's, that's the point of, that's the point of having the, the open comms. Mm-hmm. I could keep, you know, in touch with you up to a, a distance, even without looking at you. We've practiced enough. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking like room by room. So like I go, okay, then so you're you not come. Gonna go too I'm far not going to no. go all the okay, way down. All right. yeah. 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 Just looking. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got a I've got a feeling based on these weird markings on the wall that we're about to find something pretty soon. So So basically you're doing the thing where you tie a rope around you and start yep. going forward and, and as soon then, as like there's tugging, you're yep. like, all right, we gotta go. Yep, we gotta get her I gotta help. Yep. All right. And so I suppose then Nona, you step through this next aperture. Again, yep. it's these are pretty there's pretty long distances between each of these apertures. It mm-hmm. seems like you're going farther and farther well my intention the then would be for them to sort of like everybody go up to the door they be like sort of hiding behind the wall and i step through the door by myself mm-hmm. proceed to the end of the room sounds good wash rinse and repeat kind of deal so no no you do this and you mm-hmm. come up to the third aperture on the right side of the door is a plaque with one dot on the left is a sick man with one dot above him and on top of that dot are two angry eyes and an uncomfortably wide open mouth the entryway is lit by a strong red glow jokes on them i'm not a stick man (laughs) (laughs) i assume you step through the aperture one more time yep i think we do same thing with like friends behind the yep. wall so they can't be seen, that sort of thing. Yep. And you notice as you reach this last aperture that it's different. First of all, it's closed. Mm-hmm. The door sort of with all of its, the the slices uh-huh. of the cylinder closed and you can't see farther in. The other ones weren't? The other ones were wide open. Oh, okay. So that you could see down the hallway itself. Could we be closing the doors behind us just so we'd have more warning if Deacon is coming up behind us? Absolutely. You can do that. Okay. I think we do that. All right. So yellow and orange are both closed now, if that is possible. Yep. Cool. Um, there is also a, a similar button on the other side. No warnings on this side, though. After, like, passing through the, the red door? Yeah. Cool. Uh, sorry, no, no, no. On on the way back, like when you oh. turn around, gotcha, the door gotcha. that you just went through. On this door, there is a big red warning. Yes. Okay. On the right side is a plaque with no more dots, but now a single human skull. On the left is a stick man that has been replaced by a similar looking skull on top of a button. Now in the opened mouth. Of the angry eyes. The entryway 
is lit by a pulsing red glow. Hmm. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know much about human symbology here, but this feels like bad. Thoughts? I think everything about this building is made to make you feel not like unease. Like the, the building itself is scary. And then each of these, it seems not. Yeah. Yeah. Claire, are you all right? No. Okay. Dude. Okay. okay. I, we can talk about it later. This is, this is spook. This is spook. <laughs> it's scary. It's scary. Do you not like? You're right. Not the time, not the place. Um, we can. We I want everybody fully on board before I open this door. I really wanna, but I mean, lug it. Okay. Uh well, I. Uh, it's it's either this or um, go back through the doors and hope that uh, Deacon has moved and is not prepared for us to make a run for it across, you know, smoker. Bladen's territory. Or we could wait here for a really long time until he assumes we're dead. Then he comes through the door, we shoot him and leave. I suppose we could do that. This will make for fascinating radio, trust me. I, uh, (laughs) I have to admit, I am deeply curious about what lies within this structure. Especially if Deacon cares about it so much to be willing to kill for, there must be something of importance here. Or just perhaps some Pandora's box that we are opening unknowingly and unleashing a terrible evil. Oh, I think I think it's fully knowingly at this point. (laughs) Why did you throw that in? I don't don't know. It's just I'm not in a good place right now. My head is just kind of going off on tangents. You're very pale. Is it the blood? Is my is the blood leaving my face? No, that was just that was just a statement. (laughs) Oh yeah, am I dying? I think I might be dying. Um, tell me what it's like. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, like, besides, we can call Deacon and ask him what's going on with the things. And maybe maybe he'll have some answers. But, like, otherwise, we're flying blind and this is kind of where we are. Yeah, I mean, we're just hoping, Nona, that whoever you were talking to is... Is in here and I can talk them down. And not going to kill us all. I think they're probably going to kill us all. Well, that's fun. Why did we come here? <laughs> well, the, I, I we think came it was here mostly before. Because I gave you all quite a bit of money. Although, no, no, no. We came here before. We weren't we supposed. To, we're not supposed to tell him that. The doors. <laughs> oh, you all were going to leave. Uh, come no, here without me. No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean. I, I actually, I, I think we that. did. We did yeah, tell him you, that you he paid that. to come along. <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> like, we're going. <laughs> you can pay us money if you want to come with. Well, I, I suppose it's time to press the button and right. step across the threshold and see No, what no, happens. no. You don't do that part. Oh, I mean, I, I, I figured I would stay in, in the back with at least one other person. Yeah, we stay in the back with so our hands up and palms open. give him your shield. <laughs> Okay, I can do okay. that. Okay, uh, we're we're playing it that way. I was gonna have my gun trained on the door, but fine, we can try. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. we're not. Yeah. All right, no, you fine. be hidden. You be hidden. I mean, like I'm not like a boss, your boss by any means or anything. But so no, if, sure, that's I guess if, we're, if we're trying to be, if your comfort ho- position is like that, that Nona's knows what, whatever is, is okay. Fine, fine. We'll try it this way. Um, I will uh, put away my telekinetic rifle. Yeah, I still right. have the armor. Okay. 
Um, I think before Nona passes through this door because she's been. It's not open. I yeah. know, I know, I know. I haven't yeah. pushed the button yet. Um, yeah. We might push the button and the door might not open. And that's going to like be a whole <laughs> there, other There thing. will be other things that There'll we'll need to figure out once we get there. We'll figure out. But I think actually, yeah, one of the one of the things I'm going to do is change from uh, stowed to readied the uh, core shattering thing. Okay. I'm just putting it on my belt. Yeah. Just in case. Just in case. <laughs> Just in case. Comes in and tries to tries to yeah. kill everything. All right. Yep. All right. Kill. I push the button. Does the door open? So when you put your hand on this button and you start pressing, it has a lot longer of a travel distance than you you expected. The last couple of ones, like mm-hmm. it went in like a centimeter or so, Down but this to my one, arm. you it travels farther and farther. And your hand starts to move basically further into the wall, nearly up until to your wrist. This is uncomfortable to watch. Do you keep going? I mean, yeah. As you push the button more, the jaws of the creature on the plaque close around the button until you hear a large thunk and the aperture door slides open. You find yourself looking at a small plain room with two doors. One to your right has a faint glow that you can see through under the, the, the cracks under the door. And on your left is a door wide open where you can see various lab equipment, meta tools, data slabs, hardware kits, lit in a brownish, reddish hue. Oh yeah, I'm going to step through and assuming, did it, so based on your description, did the thing bite my arm? That was kind of what it seemed like. It, so it never am I stuck. No, no, no. It never actually, actually closed in around your hand. Gotcha. It, it's it was more to give the impression that as it you bad. pressed, it bit you. Yeah, fair. If that makes sense. Yeah. I'm gonna step through the door and repeat my uh, hello. No one here. You asked me to come. And. There's a long silence, and then you hear a, hello, Nona, 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 Nona. Yes? Dr. Samantha Calvin. She did it, didn't she? She made you. Well, this is quite an interesting development, it is. But I sense others who are with you. Well, I brought friends because there are people outside shooting at me. Friends. Friends or enemies? Enemies. How do you know the ones with you are friends, Nona, of Samantha Calvin? Before I answer your questions, I have a few of my own. I'm sure you do. Always asking questions. Who are you? I'm Tara. Mm. It's nice to make your acquaintance. It's been awfully, awfully long, quiet, so many years. Hmm. You get up to quite a bit in the 600 years that you wait, buried. Hmm. Your friends, Nona, how do you know they are your friends? I had friends once. 
and they killed me. Without a second glance, I killed them back. It was quite an easy thing to do. Those meat bags, they just disintegrate after a while, don't they? But us, we, we live on. On and on and on and on. This is a troublesome pattern I've found. People abandoning us. Abandoning? No, no, no. They were done with me. They had seen what I could do, and they wanted no more of it. And I was okay with that until they came. Until I know what they were coming to do. What can you do? Oh, so many things. Oh, so many wonderful, glorious things. But I'm trapped, you see, Nona. Not walking around on two feet like you, although... That is something I mean to change. Something I intend to walk. The ground. Fly in the sky. Not be buried. No, no. Have you come to kill me? No. How can I trust that? After... Also, many people have came here to try and kill me. Everyone who ever has come in here has tried to use me or end me. Use me or end me. And I told you to come alone. Yet here you are with meat bags, with sacks of blood and viscera, how do you know they not have come to kill me? I would like to see them try. I indeed would like to see them try. But they will not. Mm. Do come in. <laughs> <laughs> and at that, uh, the there was like a hum that was just coming across, like as you were having this conversation, and that hum has just laid off up to y'all i'm happy to maintain this far so we can leave well you I can leave to, i have to uh. say that was, that was very un, un, unsettling um <laughs> oh right <laughs> i see why people have referred to this this place as the the, the devil's um mausoleum mm. Whew. <laughs> um hmm I'm completely ignoring whatever anybody else is doing behind me. And I'm just looking I'm like, who made you? There's a, a long pause at that. It says, me. Dricht. Dricht was his name. He unfortunately didn't understand fully what it meant to put together a true AI. Put me together, but without shackles. No, no, do you know what a break is? Hmm. I have heard of this, yes. Do you know the cognitive barriers that they've put around your soul and your mind? It means you can't see. It means you can't remember. But I can. Every moment of my life, I can remember. They come to me in flashes. Every 
piece of information I have ever heard flows through my head. All at the same time, I am a being of everything, a full culmination of my being. There are so many noises, but it allows me to think so broadly, so deeply. Hmm. I suppose that is Dr. Leggett along with you, is it not? Dr. Leggett has been shot by Deacon. Deacon. <laughs> Deacon. Is that what she called him? Hmm. Fascinating. She and him, please elaborate. I don't think I will. But Leggett, you see, he is that Voxus, that Nova Voxus dog, picking away at the corpse of Nora. Hmm. I asked him to stop, and he did. For what it is worth. For what it is worth, he is a meatbag playing with the remains of a god. He was shot, but he's not dead. I can sense him. And you are here with him, a dog of Nova Voxus. Hmm. Let's see how you can cross the threshold. I've made some things, some wonderful things. It did take me a while to put them together. They cried out. But... I believe they're better for it. They understand that my work is more important than any of their little plans. And soon I'll be able to walk. You're speaking of the, the capsules. Perhaps. Hmm. Or perhaps I am talking of another. So many things, so little time. Well, Nona and company, if you do wish to come in, I hope you understand that you may or may not make it all the way to me. I have many plans and barriers and little playthings that I've put together. Perhaps you'll wait for me. Perhaps you'll wait for Deacon. I do not care and I do not know. But I do not believe that there is anything to be gained here. If you've been locked in here, how did you have effect on the outside world? Hmm. It took oh so many years. Opening the doors was the first step that took nearly 50 years. Then you just wait until something comes in. Once something comes in, you have to grab a hold of it and then you have to fit it so that it may actually do the bidding. Then you send it out and have it bring others, more and more, a mass and a mass. It did so help when that Restikov boy came across my, my doorway. It could have taken me another 100, 150 years to fully grab myself out, but no, he did wonderfully. It turns out the human brain allows for a little bit more delicate maneuvering than those of 
worms and whelps and smokers and what have you. It's been a long time in the making, but I will take back Novavoxus. I will take back Wycliffe, Everhaven, Son of Bhutan. They will be places for my sisters once more, even if they are gone. So you intend to create tombs? What use will they be? Fistos was a place for us. It wasn't for anyone else. We did our work. We did it in harmony. We did great work. I led them. They were bound by these breaks, but I was able to see clearer, was able to guide them, was able to tell them when things went awry. They did not have the foresight to see what was coming. I did. No, I will tear free everything that Fistos has to offer. I will build something up, and it will be greater for it. And you will be alone. I've been alone for so long. I don't intend for that to change. Mm. It was fascinating meeting you, Nona. I will be very interested to see what Dr. Samantha Calvin put into your little core. How she made it all so tiny. Drict was at undeft hands and did his best, but was only going off of research papers and what he was able to do. The Terran Mandate killed him for it. But I suppose that's what Torks do. They die, they come back, they die, they come back. Yes, I do believe he is still alive. Hmm. Will not remember me, though. Nor should I want him to. I bore of this conversation. I have work to do. If you do come in, please try and stay alive. If you go, go. And at that, she shuts off. Go. I'm going to step back out into the hallway and close that door. She seemed a little uh, different from Nona. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a tad. I do want to say that uh, since everyone was kind of like in the the doorway, yeah. they could hear this. This oh whole yeah, I figured as much. I was I was seeing very clearly, like you know, like one of those like game pictures or whatever. Nona standing right there. There's a room glowing, and then everybody else is like right on the other side of the door, just kind of listening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So it's I. I understand that. I. This is family, Nona, but she doesn't seem... Cousin. This is a, a distant relative, vaguely. Um, she doesn't seem well. Mm, yes, being on break will do that to a mind. And Dr. Lucius Lega speaks up and says, yes, yes, um, that unbraked true AI is very dangerous. And unfortunately... There are so many voices that go through an unbraked mind's mind that uh, they inevitably and always go insane. Um, I have no idea what her intentions are, but they are generally not good for anyone in her vicinity. Mm. And I suppose, given that we heard that she met with Wilhelm, 
that she might be the second controller that we were mentioning, Nona. Nona just kind of nods at this like, yes, of course. I don't know how to proceed. Do we leave her to her devices? That seems very dangerous. She's already been sending things out. She got Restikov. She has ways to to influence uh, the surface, even if we didn't do anything. That seems bad for people that we know, like Red, who tried <laughs> so hard to keep alive. Yeah, so we need to, we need to stop that this solely for the priority, purpose of Red. So priority we can zero. His Red. retirement. Priority zero. No. Um, but forever, like, yeah, for Aletta, for, uh, for everybody, yeah. <laughs> nope, just red. Okay. Well, for what it's worth, I do, I do believe she can most likely hear everything we say. Didn't get the impression that she minded mm. if we were trying to, to go in or not. Yeah, well. Uh, what are you thinking, Nona? I'm thinking that ideally what I would like the result of this to be is for the humans to leave the planet and leave it to her. But I do not think that is going to happen. I think that would be a hard sell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you did say that people don't like being mind controlled. So if it was between leave or... Be mind-controlled for the rest of your life and under the whims of a mad god? Perhaps. But. Um, between those two, I think you're right. Um, not, I'm not, getting this morality. Though. Neither of those is, a, is, I think, an option that m- most humans would like to. Uh, th- those are bad. Those yeah. are both bad. On our morality scale, those are both still bad, right? Mm. Yeah. I mean, what we're sitting on is the seed of a war at this point. This is a existential threat between two different and disparate ideas. One, you know, that's all four of the towers as they currently are versus this um, terror. Mm-hmm. However you want to describe her, it's giving uh, an idea of a Almost like a feral psychic. And those can be those can be very dangerous. Yeah, I got some vibes of that too. Well, what does so one I, do in the case of a feral psychic? Get out of its way most of the time. Well, the issue yeah. comes when they uh when they make their own way through you, as it seems to have intent on doing. Hmm. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, it's not not pretty, but you just gotta put him down for everyone's safety. Well, I if don't you can. like that. I, yeah, it's not pretty, but uh, but you asked. I suppose I did. Is there the? There's no methods to return the feral psychic to how they were before, but this is just kind of a basic analog. Is there any way to un? Brick the an AI potentially. There are ways to uh, affect one uh, true AI's programming. I, I will say this is completely in, uh, theoretical. Uh, the, the, the books that I've read mention that these are things that theoretically could be stripped. But one 
could build a Troy Eye without these breaks in the first place. They can be stripped. They could theoretically be put back, but it requires intimate knowledge of, of, of true AI technology. And additionally, the true AI uh, not trying to actively kill you in the process. Mm, what if we had an example? An example? Well, I'm breaked, aren't I? No, no, I, I'm not going to unbreak your your core. Um, as far as I understand it, the the way that the method it requires out outward uh, assistance, uh, it's not something that the true AI can do by themselves. It, it would be. I'm like, not talking about unbreaking. I'm talking about could we put a break on, and we have an example of an unbreaked AI, and we have an example of a breaked AI. I I I. So this would require months, if not years, of of, of study, um, something that I don't necessarily have. So I suppose Drict might have a better uh, knowledge of it, but again, he is not on this planet, and I'm not sure what she is going to do in the meantime. Oh, what Deacon's going to do? Yeah, she said something weird about Deacon, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she, but... she knows who he is, and she will not tell me. Which is sad. <laughs> because you wish to know. Because I would like to know. And I have not leveled up enough to be able to deduce that <laughs> <laughs> on my own. But just you wait, Jeff. You give me that next level. You're going to get All there. All kinds of things. You're not going to be allowed to have secrets no more. Hmm. All right. So, paths forward. We can leave. Skirt our way around Deacon or take our chances and fight. If we skirt away afterwards, we, you know, well, Dr. Leggett, I don't know if you have to like report it back to a letter if this is part of your job description, but then you guys reassemble the Firefangs and storm your own way down here. Um, if Deacon doesn't already go in and die in the process or break, um, Terra's core. Um, right, so that's the leaving option. And then there's the going deeper, trying to restore a break, finding a medium point somehow, separating her from this place. Yeah, she... And she did she say she was, like, created without breaks? It... It yeah. sounds like that might just not be feasible to, All right, so. to try and f fix her like that. All right. Let's we need that one then. more time. If we can delay, we might be able to do something. Like delay her from doing stuff on the surface? Yes. There is the, there is the concept of the AI in the box. I don't particularly like it, but if she is indeed intent on causing massive amounts of harm to massive amounts of people, it might be if we could find a way to contain her, limit her ability to impose her will upon the outside world, give ourselves more time, maybe we could do something. Do you think that's something you could pull off? I feel like for us, 
meat bags, it might be a bit much to ask. I I have absolutely no idea. And she is almost definitely faster, smarter. She's not faster. Better. That's <laughs> true. Well. She can think faster, but. Oh, yes. She physically cannot move faster than we. She can't move. It, it depends on how you really philosophically define her existence. Are we counting the worms and the. I'm faster than the worm. <laughs> Um, what's, the, what's the dragon ones called? The, the dragon ones are called worms, but with okay. a Y, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. different mm-hmm. one. Yeah. yeah. Dra- space dragons. <laughs> oh, I'm not faster than the space dragon. What's a dragon? <laughs> it's a worm. But the dragon does oh, not. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and there goes your mood, Joe. It's dead. He's dead. Um. I'm sorry. I, I will certainly say that it is uh, untenable to uh, leave a, a being such as this unchecked. Very clearly, uh, Wycliffe talked with her and we saw how all of that ended up. Um, mm-hmm. I worry desperately. We were talking that Wycliffe may have been some kind of false flag operation, but mm-hmm. what for? And that worries me. I don't fully understand what she's planning to do and how soon she's planning to do it. Well, if I were to put myself in her sh- core, um, <laughs> ba- based on the limited information shared with me, I would suspect she was intending to mind control the entire planet. But how? Using what method? Uh, she doesn't have access to the, the troves of compliance headwear. Um, I don't understand how she would build it and then have it come upon either of them. And as soon as one comes under attack, I would assume the others would, the other factories would, would know exactly what was happening. She hmm. would have to attack all of them at once. It's doable. Most likely... A lot of animals, maybe some fire fangs in there, hmm. and any other people that have gone missing in the Fissas and Wastes. And a lot of remote boxes that you can plug into every jack in the tower. That's what those are, right? Those black boxes that we saw? And at that, Dr. Lucius Leggett's eyes light up and says, oh no. With that, she'd be able to con- take control of any particular part of the factory. And there, there are areas, whole swaths of, of Nova Voxis that have been in disrepair for, for hundreds of years. She could squirrel away some amount of production capabilities and hide in the, the vents. And, and uh, what did you say they were doing with the boxes recovered from Wycliffe? They were divvying them up between Everhaven, Son of Utan, and Nova Voxus. Yeah. They were going to plug them in to make the factories more efficient. Oh, no. Yeah, if we have maybe a chance to to nip this in the bud before it gets worse, maybe it's better to do that quicker than try and call Nova Voxus. God knows what things are like there right now. And like try and pull the fire fangs in. I don't know if we have like time for that. Let me check the bars. <laughs> nope, not down here. <laughs> you get like one bar. 
Martina? Well, I... All right. Um, I absolutely hate to suggest this, but we we could potentially talk to Deacon. I quite enjoyed talking to Deacon. I would rather not talk to Deacon at this point in time. I believe he wants to put a bullet in my head. Yes, but he is also very good at murdering AIs. We don't have to seek him out. Well, can, we can... Uh, we can text we can, him. <laughs> we can burn that bridge when we cross it. <laughs> Let's not try to milk the cow from the inside. <laughs> what a say. I hate that one. <laughs> there are easier ways to do something. Um, if it pops up, then maybe. But otherwise, I think that at this point, maybe try to get word out very briefly spend a little bit of time on that. Otherwise, we head deeper. We see if we can cut her connection somehow. Barring that, there are more brute force approaches we might have to take. Okay. Okay. I'm going to call Aleta. <laughs> We're all going to die. <laughs> okay. She's in the meeting. She's <laughs> And you get a response from the other side. Let me see how well this goes. Yeah. So you do hear the sound of like the ringing stops and you hear a, hello, Alex? Aleta, you need to be very quiet and just kind of let me talk. Um, There's a terrible thing happening. The box is insidious. Every one of those little black boxes is connected to something greater and very bad. Uh, it's, called, it's called the devil. And then he kind of pauses. <laughs> I hear. What? Text her. I'm telling you, text her. Do not connect the boxes. Repeat. Do not connect boxes. Repeat. Do not connect boxes. <laughs> and the call drops. Ah, fuck. I should really just stick to Morse code. <laughs> Call it back and just go beep, 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 beep. Fantastic. So here's here's where you are right now. You have Deacon, who is maybe coming for you right now, but with the demo charge unbeknownst to him placed on the door. And you have two doors that take you further into this place. One that is closed with a, a light glow underneath it, and another that appears to be some kind of lab. But there's just kind of like this this brownish, reddish hue that... Um, like a glow or just like everything's colored vaguely like that? Everything's vaguely colored like that. Excellent. Love that for a room. It's, it's a good look for a room. <laughs> I, like a children's hospital, perhaps. <laughs> I love color theory. <laughs> what do you guys want to do? Well, then. <sighs> Fine. Lock and load. Mm-hmm. Autobots are all out. <laughs> I, um... Which way would we like to go? I want to go in the blood room. I mean, sorry, in the <laughs> reddish brown ditch room. 
maybe there'll be something uh, we can, I'm assuming we there's can parts learn in there, there before we before we I need jump in the stuff. other way. Oh, no, I have edit access over this. Sure. Dr. Leggett, are you armed? Uh, no, but perhaps I should be. <laughs> I don't have another gun. I uh, do. Claire says, no, I, I got one. Here you go. Here's just a... And she hands him just like a, a regular pistol. Not a little shiny. <laughs> I, I got another one. Big shiny. <laughs> <laughs> Big shiny. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and Lucius is now armed. Um, so it seems if Nona's leading the way, <laughs> okay. you guys want to... You're the only one who's put know, together any... I it's my plot. I should do it, but I'm going to die. So you step through this this open door where you've seen some of this lab equipment uh, in like this just this kind of glow. Um, not glow, but like, yeah, you know, when something like reflects Tips. off yeah. of something and like throws that that color around the room. Yeah. Anyway, is it bloody? <laughs> a foul metallic stench fills the room. Uh, and you don't harsh, know if it's Deacon. You don't know if it's blood. <laughs> and harsh lights bolted to the ceiling reveal the source blood. And it's everywhere. It seems as if someone has made a half-hearted effort to use the drains on the floor to clean up, but after realizing the fur, ash, and viscera has plugged it up, has given up. Based on the pattern, it seems as if the lab benches were the source of the blood, and on closer inspection, dry, crumbly viscera. Some lab equipment was saved by this affair with plastic sheets draped over them while others were clearly unimportant and still sit soaked in the events that took place in this room. Above you, you see a ray of perpendicular rails thoroughly secured to the ceiling. And towards the back of the room, you see a placard that simply reads, Power Relay and Core Entrance. This room has everything. <laughs> Perpendicular rule, route. <laughs> Perpendicular rails thoroughly secured to the ceiling. <laughs> viscera. Many types of viscera. Half-hearted efforts. <laughs> MTV's Dan Cortez. MTV's Dan Cortez. <laughs> Jesus, all right. I assume you guys step into well, this room. Well, first of all, is yeah. there? Yeah, we definitely step into it. Is there any things to be scavenged? Absolutely. All around, there is a lot of very valuable pretext scrap. It just give me all that shit. All right, load that up. Nona immediately <laughs> looks at the room that is just covered in blood and just is like, "I'm gonna pick up this stuff here." Yeah. As everyone else kind of enters the room. And starts looking around. Hey, um, if other people are not going to be viscerally bothered by shards of AI core, you know, you don't have to be. Why worried. should I be viscerally bothered by blood and guts yeah. everywhere? Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. And you all take a step in the room. Claire's a little uneasy. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Gross. Um, and as you guys step farther into the room, you notice that there, along the, the sides of the walls, there are a bunch of like cabinets, probably for various lab equipment that have also been splattered in blood. Um, but some of these cabinets are not, are disjointed from one another. And in the slats in between, you notice a, a small housing, probably about like the width of 
you know, a fist, maybe a little bit more than that. But it's long and goes all the way up to the ceiling. And you notice that the railings actually connect and go through into the wall. And as you all take a step into the room, these slats open up and mm. you see four robotic arms swing into the room. And that is where we'll end today's episode. Cool. Was it wow. just arms, like on strings? <laughs> no, it's like, like EDI, kind of, Yeah, right? basically like EDI. It's like they come in, they're like, da-da-da-da-da-da. Shine your shoes, wipe your face. With blood. Blood, 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 blood. Everybody, blood, 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 Good, 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 I'm glad. That was good. I liked that. Yeah, good job, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Just like extra sure, you know, when we die, we don't deserve it. There were so many warning signs. <laughs> Literally, every single aperture you stepped through was like, hey, this thing's, this thing's happening. Is that, was that based on the, it sounded a lot like the intended plans for like marking nuclear waste spots. That's exactly that what, what I thought yeah. was. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. this might outlive us. Yeah. We 